Welcome back to Debunked. For those of you joining us for the first time, I'm Valerie. And I'm Libby. And we are two sophomores at UNC Chapel Hill trying to debunk myths about mental health and related topics. This week, or not this week, but this month, <laughs> we are talking about essentially passion. Um, but also specifically how passion relates to seasons of change purpose, direction, and all of those heavy topics. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite words is passion. So since this is my birthday month, I was like, I want to highlight something I'm passionate about and it's talking about passion. So before we get into all of it, We've got a couple announcements. Libby, take it away. Yeah, so for all of you listening in the UNC community, Triangle community, um, University Baptist Church in Chapel Hill is hosting an all-night run um, that is raising money for mental health resources. It is going to be begin at sunset on November 5th and continue until sunrise November 6th. And want to put this out there, you do not have to run or walk all night. Like, get some sleep. Sleep is important. Obviously, they recognize that. Um, but it's a great way to um, get involved in the community. And it money is going to go towards counseling and psychological services, so CAPS, and then also the Orange County Street Outreach Harm Reduction and Deflection Program. Um, it is 30 bucks to register, and that goes to our great cause. So if you are around, um, I will be there. So definitely, definitely check it out. Yes, and while we mention CAPS really quickly, I recently saw something on my For You page on TikTok, and it was a student at UNC who was sharing about her experience with CAPS and how she's had a very positive one. Um, and I was reading through the comments, and there were a lot of people who were like, saying things like, yeah, I don't understand why CAPS gets the reputation it does. I think everyone should at least try it out themselves Definitely. to get their own opinion. Definitely. So for all of you who just heard, oh, proceeds are going to CAPS and whoever's thinking like, oh, so it's just going to services that aren't going to help us. Yeah. Don't make that decision until you've tried it yeah. because a lot of people have had positive experiences. So another plug for CAPS and other campus services um, people are here for you and you should take advantage of that. So yeah. this is my urge to be open-minded, um, and try something new. Yeah. And I think also like part of like, this is like the donations like are going to CAPS to help make it better. Right. Um, which I think is a great thing. And yeah, CAPS isn't perfect. Um, the, obviously like we will talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. I will specifically talk about this yeah. all the time, just about mental health resources sure. and just the lack of there's just not enough mm -hmm. um but definitely this helps you know move the process along i think so if you like caps if you don't like caps but you want to see a change this is a great opportunity to definitely make a change and you know kind of get involved in the community absolutely so before we really get into the main part of our discussion today we're gonna lead in with a quick check-in um Libby posted some wonderful things on Debunked's Instagram and just to gauge our community, do a check and see how y'all are doing, which we definitely want to do more often um, because then we could kind of tailor our conversations to our community of listeners. And we are here to serve you all with our 
feelings and insights and knowledge on certain topics related to mental health. So, um, I mean, regardless of what we post, our DMs are always open, um, both on our Instagram and our personal ones. Yep. Um, we're definitely here to help you guys. So we are going to do a little check-in on ourselves. <laughs> Libby, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> that is such a great question. Um, honestly, like, it's just that time of the semester where we got, I think I have, like, a month left. My finals are wrapping up pretty early. Mm-hmm. I think my last final is, like, the 6th of December. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. I'm um, very excited. Um, they've all been at the end. Like, all of them have been at the end for the, my past two oh, semesters. Yeah. But, um... I am struggling, like, a lot. I think that, um, I, just semester has been just tough, um, because I think it's been a semester of a lot of, like, growth, um, and processing, mm. and that's not always super, it's very, it's pretty painful, honestly, and yes, I think ma'am. there's so many positive things, like this podcast, and new friends, and, you know, clubs, and being exec that I'm in that I think has been amazing, but I also think that, like, right now like I know that like last night I literally had like a breakdown I was like I feel like a lazy slob I feel like I'm not doing like I feel like I'm tired all the time I have no motivation it's just hard so you know I definitely am trying to find peace and perspective and you know work towards being positive and just kind of pushing through but it's definitely it's definitely just a lot right now and I think it's it's okay to recognize that and it's okay for me to recognize yeah I think I'm in a minor depressive episode right now the semester isn't perfect Mm-mm. um and that's okay it's a season of change and it is gonna get better and you know I have the tools to work on that so yeah Val how are you <laughs> <laughs> I am also struggling <laughs> um See, this is why we're authentic, because guess what? You might be listening to this for answers, and guess what? This time our answer is, yeah, our lives are far from perfect, (laughs) and things are not good. So, okay, what this looks like in my life, Mm -hmm. um, very broad scale, absolutely in a depressive episode. I had a conversation with one of my best friends this past Friday about it, Mm -hmm. and he we talked for hours about just what my thoughts on life lately and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when I was trying to explain what I'm going through, what I came to terms with was I literally don't care about most things right now. Mm -hmm. I don't care about a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it'd be easier to talk about the things I do care about (laughs) than list how many I don't. Yeah. Yeah. This has looked like, Waking up in the morning, not wanting to get out of bed. Waking up in the morning, being okay with getting out of bed, but not wanting to go to class. Right. Not caring what happens in class. Struggling to show up. Struggling to do anything because I literally do not care. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that goes back to the fact that, like, I don't know when this happened. But sometime this year, I swear I woke up one day and was like... I don't have to be miserable. I can choose happiness. Mm -hmm. And no one, like, I don't know why it took me almost 20 years (laughs) to realize that. And I still struggle with it. But I think, like, especially in college, so many people are, like, working towards some greater goal that they have. But they're miserable in the process of getting there just for some ideal 
idealized payout that's yeah. going to come yeah. someday from somewhere. Right. Um, but are miserable in the process. Right. And, like, I just, what I've been struggling with is, like, I care about my health and my wellness, but I'm feeling a little bit stuck mm-hmm. and a little bit directionless right now, to be honest. Yeah. And um, these aren't feelings that I'm used to. Like, this is very pretty new as of, like, college in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, this conversation I was having with my friend, who knows me very, very well, he was like, okay, well, Val, Halloween's coming up. And I was like, I don't care. And he's like, okay, that's very unlike you. You've had your <laughs> costumes planned since, like, last Halloween. Um, I was like, yeah, and I don't care, and I don't want to get ready for anything I don't like I literally the best I seriously I don't care like there's no other way to put it he's like okay well aside from that your birthday's in two weeks that's your favorite day of the year Mm -hmm. which for the record it is my favorite day of the year (laughs) of any other year I would tell you that like but I looked him in the eyes and I was like I do not care I it's I was like it's another day Mm-hmm. It's just another day. And, like, the fact that I was saying those things, it just... And I, to an extent, still feel some of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you recognize that there's, like, you... I don't want to just keep being repetitive and say I don't care. <laughs> but, like, I don't know how else to put yeah, it. Yeah, um, Recognizing that, like, I guess I could say, like, the things that make me so happy and keep me going aren't mm-hmm. working anymore. Yeah. That is a huge, like, sirens are going off. I'm like, my life is in shambles right now. Like, <laughs> if I... And I think the thing is, too, is, like, school is really kicking my butt. Yeah. Um, School's kicking my butt. <laughs> and... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just... As I've had registration, and as registration is approaching for many... It kind of causes you to think, like, okay, I'm in this position right now. I don't think I want to be in this position next semester, so what do I do to change that? But Mm -hmm. how does that not affect my future goals? But are those the goals I even want anymore? That's all I've been thinking about. It's just, like, one question leads to another, and then I'm stuck thinking, what do I care about? Yeah. And that's where passion comes in. Yeah. So awesome. we've made it. We've made it. We've made it, everybody. <laughs> thanks, okay. for bear- thanks for bearing with us. Um, we're not just trying to dub. We promise. Um, I just think, yeah, I know Val and I have both been really looking forward to this episode because oh, yeah. one of like the topic is just such a cool topic and there's so many directions that we can take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hope that you guys will enjoy it as well as us. But I know we've also just been ugh, just in that kind of just ugh. Just, I have to just, uh. <laughs> today though like I think I've been so excited to record this episode I just I love our podcast in general me it makes too. me so happy yeah, and like me too to have an outlet like that I think is so important mm-hmm. um yeah today is like the first day I've had motivation to do the things yeah. that are required yeah. of me I guess yeah um but yeah so yeah. <laughs> without further ado <laughs> As we have said a couple times this episode, we are in a season of change. Not only because the leaves are literally falling, but like in life. Yes. Um, seasons of change are so uncomfortable. 
Um, they are. Yeah. They're so uncomfortable. They're and so uncomfortable. Anyway. Today I was having a conversation with my, one of my professors, um, because I'm, like I said, I'm kind of lost. I'm lacking direction right now. I know that many areas of my life are in a season of change. And I was just talking to her about how uncomfortable I've been feeling lately. And, you know, I've been really depressed, but also mixed with some anxiety. And then it all just leads to, I was also explaining this to my friend during a conversation. I was like, sometimes I get so anxious about something that Mm -hmm. it causes me to go the complete opposite direction and feel flat. Because I'm like, I'm so anxious right. that it loops back around to right. nothingness. Right. Like, it just, that, it's, because it's so draining that your body, like, reacts by just quitting yeah. on you. I definitely think that's, yeah, I, like, I feel like, especially, like, when you're in a depressive episode, like, for me, at least, like, you tend to, like, either feel like, I felt, at least for me, I felt like everything all at once. Like, I'm just like, oh my okay. gosh, like, like. You know that meme of, like, Spongebob with, like, he's, like, in the room with, like, the fire? That's how I feel. Yes, with, with, like, all the file systems are on fire. Okay. This is how my brain feels right now. That is such a good connection (laughs) because I literally, like, okay, I don't have a filing system in my head. (laughs) This, again, all going back to this friend (laughs) that I was talking to, something I told him, I was like, something I admire so much about you I feel like you could compartmentalize your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. I absolutely don't do that. Everything bleeds together. Which, yeah. like, yes, life should work cohesively. And because right. I'm more of an emotional person and more in tune with, like, that part of me, it all kind of affects one another. But I really admire how some people can be like, okay, there's this box, and now I'm moving to this box, and now I'm moving to this box. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how my brain works, but, like, I definitely feel this, the file system's on fire. Because for me, at least, like you said, it all kind of builds mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens to me is I'm such an independent person that I want to put out all the fires. But then all of a sudden, I can't put out all the fires because there's so many. And I haven't been doing a good job at putting them all out. Right. And I need help. So realistically, I should be asking for help when there's like a couple fires. Mm-hmm. But then when there's like so many fires... That I'm about to burn down. That's when I'm asking for help. And then at that point, I don't even care anymore. I just feel like, okay, the flames are going to engulf me and whatever. Right. And I think that's, like, when you kind of just feel numb. And I think that's, like, kind of leading all back to, like, passion. Like, I feel like that's kind of when you start to lose, like, what you're passionate about. Like, I think from, like, my personal experience, like, I can tell you, like, my passions are, one, mental health. Like, if someone, the first, like... When someone asks me, what's your passion? I'm like, mental health. Like, it's huge. It's a big deal for me. Um, but I, you know, I would also say the outdoors and, like, running and, you know, my friends and caring about others and helping others and that kind of stuff. Um, but I definitely, like, I think when you are struggling, like, those passions, you tend to lose the passion for some of those things. Like, I think, like, an example of this, like, my senior year, like, I was so burnt out of running. I was so done. I was, like being a leader on the team was amazing and it's been something that I was working towards my all four years Mm -hmm. but it's like this is taking everything out of me because it's during COVID and Mm -hmm. you know there was just a lot and so as a result I just kind of lost that passion for running which I still honestly am trying to find back I don't have that anymore Mm -hmm. but I think at the same time like just because like you lose a passion for a time one like I don't think it's going to be forever and then also like 
it also this is so corny but like when one door closes another one opens mm-hmm. i think that's such a true statement um as corny as it sounds as much as i like hate that statement yeah. i feel like it's true <laughs> because agree. as a result of like senior year and also just like my first semester here at carolina like i found like like the outdoors is like an escape as a passion mm-hmm. as like mental health is a passion and just kind of that thing so as much as it's like oh like losing passions happen and it's hard one like I think my biggest takeaway is like don't panic you mm-hmm. know and it's really hard not to panic but I think well that goes back to like panic. the uncomfortable feelings we were talking right, about and like right. when I was talking to my professor today she said something like Valerie all of the uncomfortable thoughts and feelings that you're having right now just means that you're growing And then I was telling my mom about this and I was like, that was so insightful and wise and it was on my mind. And I was like, my mom said too, she was like, okay, think about it also in a physical sense. Like when you are a teenager and your knees hurt and Mm -hmm. like your back hurts and like whatever, like physical sensations of growth are very uncomfortable too. And it like all dawned on me. I was like, wow, I've never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I love drawing the parallels between like physical and mental health because they are cohesive. And there are so many parallels between the two that it's like, if you could find a way that it relates to you um, in different areas of your life, it's so much easier. But with this growth, growth often, often happens during these seasons of change. Something that I think is difficult is when passions start to change, which Mm -hmm. I'm starting to realize in my life um, is what's causing my uncomfortable feelings and my lack of direction right now, because I think my passions are changing. And I have identified with certain passions for so long but they're not serving me the same way anymore. And it's making me reconsider how long have these passions not been serving me? How long have I maybe not been passionate? Mm -hmm. Have I been passively passionate about these things just because they've been around for such a long time or am I active in them? So I guess where I want to go from here is defining what passion means to me and then asking the same of Libby. So For purposes of this discussion, passion means to me that it's a driving force and feeling within my brain and my heart that can be all-consuming in a very positive way. It's like you're so infatuated with an idea, so curious about a thing or whatever it is, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be like an obsession, but it's definitely something that you're very focused on that makes you feel fulfilled. I feel like passion and fulfillment go hand in hand. And I think for me, passion has looked like, like, I just, I know when it's something I'm passionate about because it's what keeps me going. So like, It can look different in everyone's lives, but, like, something I'm very passionate about is mental health, but specifically talking to others about mental health. And like I said, today is the first day in literally weeks, guys, like, weeks that Mm -hmm. I have felt any ounce 
of joy is knowing that I'm recording this podcast because it's something that fills me up. And that's how I know that this is still something I'm so passionate about because it's kind of also like the little bit of like light during a cloudy day, like a ray of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also with that starting to change my definition because now that I'm starting to think about prioritizing a state of joy in my life more than a state of stress and hardship or unnecessary stress and hardship, I think my passions need to become more of a partly cloudy day instead of a cloudy day with a ray of sunlight. Mm-hmm. Okay, Libby, how do you define passion in your life? That's a great... Uh, I'm just thinking something about... I like how you described it, like... Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. I think that was a great way to describe it, especially, like, with the ray of sunshine in the clouds. Like, I... Yeah, I just think it's great. Um, anyway, so... Um, in my life, passion is something that really... Um, it just makes me feel warm inside. Like, it, it has this, like, really good feeling, like, oh, like, this is awesome. Like, I just feel so grateful and blessed and lucky to be in this position whether that be you know sleeping outdoors um backpacking hiking um recording this podcast is something that I am just oh so grateful for you know and like all the various other things that I do have a passion for that I'm really passionate about um but I think also like passion can be very scary because when we start to lose those passions or when it feels differently um at least in my mind I start to panic (laughs) because I'm like oh my gosh like this is supposed to be me and like I've made this part of my identity and like I try to like I have to like embody this and that's it oh my gosh and I think that's part of like part of me just like being a mental health advocate too it's like it's harder it was really hard for me to admit that I'm in a depressive episode right now because I'm like I'm supposed to be like oh like look at her like she had this struggle last year but then she's like triumphed above it and like she's fixed now and she's an advocate when mm-hmm. in the reality like it's gonna be a working process for the rest of my life <laughs> you know yes. like this is just how it's gonna be and then yeah it's like and that's okay and it's hard but I think I don't know I just I think that it's okay for passions to change and I think it's okay to get out of your comfort zone to try to find those passions but I think also is like <laughs> we were kind of like Val and her roommate before I got here we kind of talking about that and after I got here like why are we, as a society, putting so much pressure on passion, you know, on finding our passion? Mm-hmm. Um, or at least, like, maybe defining something that we love as passion. Like, why Why do we have to define it? Why can't we just pursue things that bring us joy and bring us happiness and not, like, we feel pressure? Oh, my gosh, okay, I have to be this major and I have to be passionate about this. Like, I have to do well, all these things. Like, in yeah. relation specifically to what society defines as passion. Right. So, or, right. like... Because I just want to clarify, like, the way that we're discussing passion in our lives, I'm just, we could give a couple examples. Like, for me, things I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about sports, specifically, like, football and hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm passionate about clothes and style, mm-hmm. and that seems very superficial, but it's something I love so much and, like, mm-hmm. want to pursue. I'm passionate about helping others and having hard conversations and Mm -hmm. having heart to hearts. And I'm passionate about my relationships with others. Um, I'm passionate about being intentional. Like you can be passionate about 
a variety of things. Yeah. However, what the point Libby's getting to is that society does not necessarily value people's passions the same way. I agree. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Especially in an <laughs> academic sense. This is something I was just talking yeah. about with, when we were having this conversation and Libby and I ultimately were like, we just need to press record because we're having these like great thoughts. We um, want to record that. We, like, put them, we should put them in the pod. Right. Yeah. Like this is perfect. So like for me, at least in my life, I am struggling with some of the requirements for my neuroscience degree. But since the age of literally 10, I have wanted to be a neuroscience major. Now. My passion for the brain and learning more about it has not changed. However, I think what I want to do with that is changing because I'm, okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm unhappy in my classes. Not all of them, but a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And they are not serving me anymore. Yeah. So I'm double majoring neuroscience and exercise and sports science. I'm realizing that exercise and sports science is the department my passions lie because I'm so excited to go talk about our mind and body and how it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, that ultimately that's what it is. Right, but like, right, yeah. <laughs> but so much more than I'm excited to talk about how a molecule rotates or reacts. Um, right. Shout out Orgo for being... <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not trying to diss anything because, again, people's passions, like... Not that someone could be so passionate about how a molecule rotates. I'm just saying it's not me. However, dropping my neuro major, my bachelor in science for just doing EXSS, a bachelor of arts, which I also think should be a bachelor of science and so does my professor, but I'm not here to go on a soapbox. (laughs) I'm just stating how things are. I have struggled with Like, this is going to sound so 12-year-old boy of me, but I, like, I've been struggling to say, like, okay, full send, EXSS. (laughs) Um, But that's because I think I'm letting society's standards and values get in the way. So, like, for me, that's something I'm really struggling in my life. And I think it really comes down to, like, well, what can I feasibly do with this degree why does society not value this degree as much as neuroscience? Yeah. And if I change my degree when that's what I've been saying I'm going to do this whole time, now, like, should I have not come here? Should I have not done certain things? Should I not continue pursuing certain things? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm in full identity crisis mode. (laughs) Um, But also because society, like, values doctors and science and pre-med and all these things. And, like... I just, I'm struggling to myself let go of society's standards. And that's why I'm talking about this today because it's like, it's very hard to do, but it's so necessary. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I definitely agree. I was kind of thinking as like a sociology major, my whole major is just like talking about how one, like things are and unequal systematically, um, but also just about how, like, how, just how influential society is in our own minds, and how we, like, contribute to overall societal standards, and it's just, 
I find it, I agree. I feel like there's just so much that is, like, how do I say this? That how, like, society influences our brain and our thinking that I don't think we even realize. Mm -hmm. Um, And as much as, like, the world or society's been like, oh, like, be yourself, be different, it's still hard to break out of that mold of, like, okay, like, you know, like, you said, like, okay, like, you're a neuroscience major, but, like, mm, maybe your bachelor of arts, like, people don't see that as valuable, which still valuable you still go to UNC like it's still like it's a great degree and you're still getting a degree and like I think it's hard not to be like oh my gosh like I feel like this is you know you feel not good you feel not good enough like you feel not good enough you're like I feel like a failure but at the same time I think that it's way more important to pursue your passions and pursue something that not even your passions just something that makes you happy and something that you like doing than like something that you just feel like you should and I feel yes. like that definitely for myself as well. Um, I'm really, I think this semester has taught me a few things just about like, I like what I'm doing, but I think I have gone about it in the wrong way. Mm. I think that I love what I'm involved in. I love like, you know, advocating for mental health, love all the clubs I'm in. But I think that I need to get back to a more like, I guess like introspective, kind of like looking in and like, kind of always questioning like, like why are you why doing, am I doing this yes like exactly someone told me like right before I moved into college they're like always question like are you happy are you doing what you want to do mm-hmm. um because this is like this is what college is for is like taking classes that make you happy that you're interested in it's such a unique experience that we are both so lucky to have we're both so grateful yes. to have so I think it's definitely more important at least like in my opinion to be happy and to be like, oh, like, well, this major is going to make more money, so, like, I should do this. And that's <laughs> perfect segue because, like I said earlier, I'm valuing happiness so much more in my life. Mm-hmm. And specifically joy because something else that's good to point out is that happiness is temporary. Joy is, like, more of a state of being. And this is something my mom told me when I was, like, really young. I've never heard that. I love that. Right? I, I love know. that. So, oh like, I'm so intentional when I talk <laughs> about things, like... People can ask me, are you happy? I'm like, yeah, I'm happy. And they're like, in a temporary way or what? I'm like, happiness is temporary, so I'm happy, but right. I can't say that I'm joyful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, oh, I shout out to Victoria, my <laughs> lovely mother, um, who Queen. literally always has these great outlooks on life and little <laughs> tidbits. So, um, but yeah, so like, prioritizing happiness and stuff yeah period (laughs) (laughs) that's it guys that's That's all we have today (laughs) um okay we'll see next month where i was going with that (laughs) sorry i just had a little brain maps um is that also like you don't have to be passionate about something that like you're good at yeah does that make sense yeah so like sometimes because i don't want to sit here and be like see what you're good at and that like pursue that no literally like i think it's just it's a hard it's it's hard to conceptualize it is very hard because to conceptualize. like <laughs> yeah yeah i am really okay i don't want to say this about myself this is coming from like friends of mine people have told me that i'm really good at giving advice I would agree. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, yes. Okay, yes. thank you. Yes. As an outside, yes. As an outside <laughs> okay. perspective, absolutely, Perfect. absolutely. People have told me, like, throughout my whole life that I'm very good at giving advice on a lot of things. 
But just because I'm good at it doesn't mean that I'm pursuing being a therapist because that's not what I'm passionate about. Right. In the same vein, I'm not really great at orgo, but (laughs) I, like, it's part of my major, but I'm passionate about my major. So, like, this is going to sound kind of hypocritical, but, like, you shouldn't just give up on something because there's, like, a small thing in your way. But at the same time, the reason that I'm questioning is neuro the way I want to get to where I want to get to is because orgo is something... Okay, orgo is also organic chemistry for those of you who don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I'm not good at it. And I don't care about it. So why am I pursuing it? You know? Like, is that the degree I want to pursue? Like, I get... Like, I can work through a little bit of a hard time. Right. But, like, is that ultimately what I want to be doing? Because I can do exercise sports science and still do very similar things or just go for a master's. Like, there's, there's a lot of different paths to get to where I need to go. Right. But if I'm... If I don't, like... If I'm not good at what I'm doing and I don't care about it, why am I doing it? Yeah. And I think it's hard because you have to, like, think about it as okay, this is one small step, like, into what, like, I want to be, like, first of all, like, my example is, I'm in mythology right now. I don't like mythology. I don't, I did not do well in the midterm. Percy Jackson failed me, okay? But. (laughs) That's funny. It is, (laughs) it's a genet on my way to, like, what I do want to do. Yes. And, like, that's something that I'm, like, I'm willing to take my little notes, do my little reading quizzes about people that lived 3,000 years ago, whatever, (laughs) um, because, like, I, I'm willing to put that in because I'm, like, I'm still passionate about it and, like, I know, like, this is just yeah. a step. But I think also, like, what you're saying is valid. And it's, like, okay, this is, like, I could do this and, like, you know, I can get through it. Like, you're gonna get through it. You know that. Yeah. We're, we're gonna get through it. Like, we're all gonna get through stuff. It, we mm-hmm. can all do hard things. My mm-hmm. mom tells me that all the time. She's, like, mm-hmm. you can do hard things. And I can't do hard things. Yeah. I just have to remind myself of that sometimes. I always, <laughs> I've been saying lately, like, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers but the way like all i say to myself now is just like bro strongest soldiers that's all all, like like, when i'm going through like when i'm going through it i'll be like walking through the quad and be like strongest soldiers soldiers but then where you're going is also something i've been thinking about it's like okay how much am i willing to put myself through like that's true. Where That's is true. the... I guess, like... Are you, like... There's are, a lot of complicated thoughts and feelings it around it. And I know, like, we're a little bit all over the place with this. But that's, <laughs> like... These are our thoughts and where mm-hmm. we're at as 19-year-olds trying to navigate life. This is a stream um, of consciousness. Consciousness yeah. episode. So. And I think it's important, though, because, like... <laughs> yeah. Because you have to consider these things. Like, some people would say, like, okay... Have to go back to literally orgo again because this is my like most recent experience with this but like i'm looking at okay orgo and orgo 2 and lab three classes i have to take mm-hmm. the only three that are like quote unquote in the way of me getting my neuro degree mm-hmm. some people are like okay that's three classes compared to like how many classes are you taking like that's nothing you could just get through it but then I'm like, okay, sure. But now that I'm like starting to, or halfway through the semester and going through it, I'm like, 
this semester has been full of depression. Like it has been a continuous depressive episode with moments of happiness. Because like I said, happiness is temporary. I have not been joyful this semester. Yeah. Point blank, period. Yeah. That's end of story. Right. Um, so when I think about it, I'm like, I don't even know if it's worth putting myself through all this for some payout in the end. And that's why you have to weigh, like, are you the kind of person who can just compartmentalize and be like, this is temporary. I'm going to just power through it and then it's over. I never have to look at it again. Or are you like, I don't want to put myself through this, so I'm not going to put myself through this and I'll find an alternative way to get there. There's different kinds of people. So like you could take a different approach to things. Um, And also it doesn't mean like I'm always going to just push through or I'm always going to find another way. Something I've heard since coming to college constantly is like, life isn't linear. Your path isn't linear. And I didn't really understand that because I'm like, yeah, it is. I'm like, my life is just going to do, 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 like get to where, you know, I'm just just like going down the road and this is how I'm going and whatever. And like, obviously there's external factors and things like that. And I used to hate change, but now change happens so often that it's like, I have to embrace it more. Right. Um, and I think, like, it's just, it's difficult to know what the right thing to do is in very, like, in many situations. Yes. Um, and, like, all of this conversation that we're having, we're people who have recognized what we're passionate about. And right. so it's just a matter of, like, how are we going to get there or how can we do the things we're passionate about? Right. But now... I kind of want to turn the tables a little bit and talk about, like, there are people out there who don't know what they're passionate about. Yeah. And... I can't talk about Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. But um, the last thing I'm going to say before handing it back to Libby is that, like, this is a little difficult to talk about because I've I've known my passions from a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, And also I've, like, seen them change and, like, but I'm always passionate about something. But, like, I I constantly wonder for those who haven't found their passions yet, how, how do they find purpose in their lives? How do they have direction? How do they wake up every day and do life? Because as someone with passion and things that I do care about, I struggle to do that. So, like... Do you have any thoughts on that? Cause yeah. It's, it's kind of a complicated yeah. topic. So I really didn't find my passion until I got to college. Um, and I think... Really? Yeah. That's like, interesting. My... All growing up, I was like... I mean, in high school, like, running was my whole life. Like, yeah. cross country, track, my best friends... Still my best friends to this day. Um, and yeah, our, like, my cross country teammates, like, I talked to my coaches. I texted them this weekend. I was like, hey. Um, <laughs> but... I, it was just a matter of, like, okay, school, running, yada, 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 like, I wasn't really looking to, like, have a necessarily a purpose, you know, like, wasn't looking mm-hmm. for, like, okay, like, I want to advocate for this, or, you know, do any kind of, like, advocacy work, but I think when COVID hit, I really struggled with my purpose, because I was, like, okay, my whole world has been school and running and my friends, and all that has been taken away, and as a, per- and in the perspective of, like, a 17-year-old, like, yeah, for most people, it's, like, who are adults, and even, like, college kids are, like, okay, whatever, like, you're fine, like, you get through it, but, you know, I think you can kind of compare that with, like, people that are older, like, job, you know, or just, like, a season of growth, basically, and so, like, 
when you don't feel like you have a purpose, it is extremely difficult to, like, want to keep going. And that's, like, where I, like, struggle with my depression. Like, first, like, I first noticed it just because I was like, okay, like, what do I do now? Like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? And I'm like, I don't know, running. I'm like, yeah, I can go run by myself. And I'm like, I miss my friends. I, you know, school's online. Like, like, what the heck? Like, everything is just out of whack. And I think, like, growth. It was a big season of growth, and I honestly feel like since that time I've been in a season of growth. I was talking to my roommate last night. I was like, I've been out of my comfort zone for two and a half years. Like, my, <laughs> like the line, the line is, like, gone. Like, the line is just back. There is no line. The line is, I don't know where the line is. It's gone. It's a dot, like, two and a half years ago. And for a long time, like, and I still am, like, I was really angry about it. Because I was like, like, what am I supposed to do, like, with my life? Like, I have no purpose. Like, this is just so, so infuriating. And... I wouldn't say I like, really found it my senior year. I really just kind of tried to push through. But I also, like, kind of what I talked about earlier, like, I eventually did find my passion and I eventually, like, found things that I, you know, really love. But I think in that time of, like, struggling to find my purpose, I found a lot of, I learned a lot about myself, you know? I learned, I was like, one, okay, I can go get through a pandemic, like, okay, that's kind of badass, like, go everybody, <laughs> honestly, on the planet. Go go everybody, <laughs> go everybody, literally. Um, and I think it's kind of just makes, it put in perspective, like, I just value my friends, hugs, getting to spend time with them, sunsets, little things that just so much, like, took for granted before, I didn't take for granted, and I still don't take for granted. And through this period of growth and change and finding purpose and losing you know, feeling like I'm losing purpose and finding a passion and struggling to find what that passion looks like at times, um, you learn, I've learned a lot about myself. And so I feel like for those people that maybe haven't found their passion yet, it's, it's hard. It's hard to be like, okay, I'm, you know, what am I, what am I here to do? Like, what, why am I here? But you're here for a reason. Everybody's here for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that. I am and too. I am, you have so many, like, strengths and qualities about you that you may not even know about that just make you who you are and make you just such an amazing person. And not saying you have to go through, like, a whole, like, depressive episode. <laughs> really hope you don't have to go through that no. to, like, figure it out. But I think these times of growth and change, um, as much as, like, Val and I have honestly been, like, what the heck? <laughs> They're very valuable because you learn a lot about yourself and you learn about how strong you are and you know your support systems and kind of just who do you want to be I feel like this is an important time of kind of like morphing like okay maybe this part of myself that I've known isn't really suiting me anymore isn't serving me and so you know, it's kind of a transformation period. I kind of think of it as, like, a mold, like a ceramic, like, you know, you're, like, mold, molding. Mm -hmm. I'm not an artist. My, cousin, <laughs> my cousin's a great artist, so shout out mm -hmm. Sophie. Sophie, you rock. But um, I just, like, I think it's kind of that kind of point of growth. And so for people that are struggling with their purpose or struggling with, like, their passions, one, like, I want you to know, like, you're not alone. There are so many people that don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I know my passion. Well, I think I know what my passion is. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. I literally have no idea what I'm doing. Nope. No, neither of us do. No, nobody knows what they're doing. I'm a firm believer in that as well. And I think also, like, one, like, you're going to find things that you love and find things that bring you joy and, you know, make you just feel all warm inside. And I think also, even through those periods of growth and periods of hard, like, hard times, like, 
there is value to it and there is reason for it because it's making you a better person and growth is painful but you are going to come out a much stronger person on the other side and I don't know I don't really know I'm kind of my soapbox but I kind of just kind of have to trust whatever <laughs> I kind of just roll with the punches at this point I used to be very uptight and like type a and I'm kind of oh, just roll yeah. with the punches now <laughs> oh yeah so yeah um, I think too the way I've been trying to embrace this season of change is recognizing, okay, lots of things are about to change and lots of things have changed. Um, and as someone who is like high functioning anxiety, perfectionist, etc., now I'm just looking for ways that I can control change. Mm -hmm. But that could look, like, very small. Like, that's a way that I have started to cope with change. Yeah. Like, for example, I got a pretty major haircut recently. That's something I could control. I was like, something needs to change mm -hmm. that I'm in control of. Because right. sometimes, like, I might be just speaking for myself, but <laughs> I feel like someone could relate to this. When so much of your world is changing around you, mm -hmm. and even, like, internally you're having turmoil about, am I even happy doing what I'm doing anymore? Or right. am I just going through the motions? Right. And what's serving me anymore and what's not? It's you feel very directionless and out of control. And mm -hmm. when you feel like things are out of your control, uh, that's what causes me to just feel flat. Cause I'm like, Same. what yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm a puppet, yeah. you know, like it feels like people are yeah. just like, you know, I'm going to like get my little coffee and then walk to my class and learn and take notes. And then walk like life can feel really out of my control, very cyclical things like that. But reclaiming some of that power by literally small changes that small you changes. can control. Yeah. Taking some of that control back is empowering as hell. It is. And has made me, like, it's so literally, empowering. because, like, last week, the only things, like, when I've, like I said, been going through it, but I'll tell myself, aside from only, aside from strongest soldiers, <laughs> I've also been saying, you know what? My haircut's cute and my nails are done. And that has helped me. And that sounds so stupid, but it literally has helped me because yeah. I have been able to control a couple little things mm -hmm. and change a couple things myself. So I'm like, okay, things are changing around right. me, but I can change things too. Right. And that helps you embrace change and embrace growth. And if you have to think of it, like I'm in a season of growth and change that language, say growth instead of change, mm -hmm. because change can either a seem like a bad thing or seem very neutral. I don't think very daunting too. Men, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think many people think change and think it's positive. Like it doesn't have a positive connotation to it. Mm -hmm. So think, okay, I'm in a season of growth. I'm in a period of growth. Because you know, yes, there can be things that hold you back, but like growth can be uncomfortable and painful, but you're still growing. And growing sounds more positive it than is. changing. Yeah. Right. So that's also something I've been thinking about. Um, right. What I want you all to do for the next minute <laughs> is literally get out like a sheet of paper or your notes section on your phone or something and list, let's say, five things that you care about. And it doesn't like... It could be minuscule things. Like, something I would say is, like, I care about coffee dates. Yes. Oh, I right? love coffee, coffee dates. Coffee dates I are so fun. Like, <laughs> think of a 
or think of a time or something that's made you happy or like a person or whatever. Just take a minute and do that. It's really helpful. Okay, we're not actually going to wait a minute, but that was a pause for effect. You can, you can, so you can, pause. you can pause it yourself <laughs> anyway. Um, now that you have your list, that's what's guiding you. I want you to use that list to be your reason to get up in the morning, to get out of bed. If you can do something, it could be very small scale. But if you could do something small scale that fills up one of those five buckets, I would call that a pretty good day. I would, yeah. And I think yeah. that way you're reclaiming some of your power and saying, okay, society says we have to be doctors and make a lot of money or like we have to be doctors to make a lot of money or mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Or my parents have said or this professor has told me. No, you just told yourself five things that bring you happiness or joy either mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. at least in this moment right and if you do this exercise and check in with yourself like every couple months or even once a year or something think about like what serves me right now mm -hmm. and what can I do today to reclaim some of that power as I'm growing and changing yeah and I think also just like recognizing little just little things I think little things are amazing and they make you like can make you feel good like for example just being like I don't know, just, like, a couple little positives of, like, your day. You don't have to write it down. Like, if you want to write it down, I recommend it. But I think for me, like, an example, like, before I, that I was recording, like, I just, like, watched Harry Potter with some of my sorority Aww. sisters, and we were just, like, laughing the whole time. Like, it just, I needed it so yeah. much. And, like, I had lunch with some of my best friends today, and it was just, it was just very much needed. And so I think that just recognizing that, yeah, like, you're going to have bad days, but it's not all bad. Like, you're not, like, the you know... There are so, there is so much to be grateful for and there's so much like that, you know, maybe it's out of your control, but also that's in your control. And yeah. like, like we all have power within us. We all have the strength within us. We've all been through, you know, we're all going through something. And mm -hmm. so I think that taking comfort in the fact that we're still here, like, I think just yeah. that, like the fact that like we're still here and we're still going mm -hmm. and pushing and that one day we're going to look back and be like, wow, like. I've come so far, I think, mm -hmm. is really, I think it's really cool, so. I think you just need to take comfort in knowing no one ever has it figured out, and the people who say that they do are lying. Yeah. Also, if you don't know what your passions are, that's just okay. think about what makes you happy, and that's why we did that exercise, because it's like, if there's just something that could give you a little bit, if something can be your ray of light likely that's what you can associate the word passion with yeah. and it doesn't have to be long term no. it could be like i'm passionate about this this week right whatever like yeah passion seems like this big daunting thing that we all have to find but it kind of just like yeah you find it but it's something that you just start relating the right. word with it's um, fluid it changes yeah. with you so in closing <laughs> this is what i have to say one to people who think they've found their passions. That could change, or it might not. But keep doing what you value in life and do what brings you joy. 
and be okay with the fact that there may be a time that something doesn't bring you joy that used to a lot, but that just means that you have opportunity to find something else that brings you joy. And there's no limit to how much joy we can have in our lives. Mm -hmm. To the people who don't have passion. You do have passion. You do. You just haven't found it yet. You you just haven't associated Associated it. it, yeah. yeah. Also, back to the people who know their passions. Do not let society demean them. That's hard to say, and it's hard to apply in my own life. But don't let society tell you how worthy your passions or your goals are. Because the people who do that literally are, like, emotionless or heartless or think a dollar sign is more important than people. We've been playing this game lately. I'm not going to say, like, all the details of it, but, like, my friends and I will talk about, like, would you do this for a million dollars or would you do whatever? And realistically, I've re- I've recognized in the past couple of years that I care so much more about people than I do money it's and like yeah. experiences and things like that. Like, yeah, money's important to function in our society. Yes. But sadly, but yeah, yeah sadly. <laughs> However, I don't want any of you who have your passions to lose those passions because you don't think that it'll get you to where you quote unquote need to be in life. Because realistically where you need to be is following your passions. And that's the last thing I have to say, Libby, closing statements. Gotcha. Um, you are right where you need to be. You are doing your best and it's all that any anyone can ever ask for. Um, so much faith in you, so much faith in Val and I that it's going to be fine and we're going to be okay. And this is just a period again, like we said, of growth and positive positive change and good things will come out of it and good things already are um and so again we are always here to talk i love talking so does val it's yeah. podcast so <laughs> reach out if you need anything um we'll be posting more polls and that kind of stuff on our instagram just to keep you all engaged um but we are signing off for this episode so we'll see y'all next month thank you so much for joining us again And as Libby said, you're not alone. All right. Have a great month, guys. November is one of my favorite months ever. So please, please enjoy it and do something to give yourself a little bit of joy today. All right. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs)